Broadcasting live from the sun-baked canyon on the plain of modern horizons, it's Tap Tap Concede! Hello, I'm Kathleen, and joining me this week is Cameron. Hi. And Wheeler. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yes, and it's great to be here inside where it's air-conditioned, because as of time of recording, in Victoria it's very hot. I've transformed into a summer goth, but I'm losing the hat because I wanted to do something ridiculous and showy for the podcast, for the video version of the podcast. Um, And we are here uh, because we're brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com. You enabled me to fling my hat semi-dramatically off screen. Thank you very much. And uh, if you want to further support us and perhaps uh, patronize a union shop, why not order some magic cards from cardkingdom.com? Our nice sponsors there. If you say, LRR sent me button, please, they'll send you a button that says a kingdom of cards, which I believe is a slogan we made them use. <laughs> and now this <laughs> yes, is like... Now, yeah. we, over, the, over the last 10 years, we have slowly armbarred them into <laughs> adopting it as their motto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I know that you guys have like professionals on staff uh, for this, but have you considered just making your slogan a tautology? <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that's kind of funny, and I thought of it for like five seconds. Yeah, you yeah, know, absolutely. Over a period of several years. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck. Yeah. Because we made it stick. You know, this is a reprint of the button. So that means... It's, it's popular. People like of popular. people. People yeah. like reprints. Uh, ooh. Speaking of... Actually, we're not doing any reprints, but we're going back to old things. It's mm-hmm. kind of like reprints. Yeah. There's there's reprints throughout these. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, This episode is a -a crack-a-pack episode. We're going back to our archive of packs to crack, and uh, we've chosen some fun ones. I have chosen a pack of Guild Pact Mm -hmm. from the the original Ravnica block that was given to us by Pyrock Mania. So... Thank you very much for this. I'm very nostalgic for the original Ravnica block. How, how ASMR focused do we want to be oh, with the yeah. pack opening? Mm. Oh, crunchy. <laughs> Value. All right. <laughs> Hopefully somebody just went and threw their headphones off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, all right. Uh, our first card is Ostiary Thrull which is a 2-2 two, two for 4. Uh, oh, okay, card. good. Uh, oh, Ravnica. But, Great start. But you can pay a white, an off-color white, because it's a 3 and a black, uh, to tap target creature, because this is an Orzov card with sick art by Ron yeah. Spencer. Ooh. Um, yeah. I had never played this block when it came out, but shortly after I started playing Magic, Graham and I somehow found... Uh, a pat, a box of original Ravnica for like still sealed for like sixty bucks. So we bought oh. it and like drafted it and stuff like that. So, wow. so I have a so Ravnica block as a whole has like, you know, oh I remember back in the day when I didn't know how much cards were worth. You know, <laughs> memories, just like all you old timers. Um, Streetbreaker Worm is a six four for three red green, and it contains. No abilities, but it is a 6-4 with a lot of flavor text. The Orzov run a construction unit whose only business is rebuilding the wreckage left in the wake of worms. When business is slow, they pay Golgari Carnomassers to lure the worms to the surface. Hmm. I, mean, 
a relitigation of Crawworm. Yeah. That does so much more, though. Like, you set, like it's an older set, mm-hmm. so you can have cards that are just real bad or yeah. just real vanilla. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, this would have ruled the, the tabletop, yeah. right, in original Ravnica? Oh, yeah, this was big. But, like, you could put Trample. But look at all the heavy lifting that this text is doing. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, many name drops. I think it's important that, you know, you have vanilla creatures so flavor text writers can get lots of room to play around <laughs> yeah, and write yeah. good things. Uh, our next card is Gruel Scrapper, uh, which is, I think, in a uh, maybe a cycle because it's also three and a green and has an off-color activation for the other color of the guild. When Gruel Scrapper comes into play, if red was spent to play it, it gains haste until end of turn. And it's a 3-2. Adam would still enjoy this card today. <laughs> uh, our next card is Gruel Signet, which hey. is uh, an artifact that says uh, pay one and tap and add red and green to your mana pool. This is just like a... A lot of the signets are just kind of standalone. Yeah. Almost like buttons or bars of soap in the case of Civic. <laughs> but this is just on a wall. I kind of like that. Yeah. That this like the signet doesn't have to be a distinct object. Yeah. It can be, you know, well, a symbol. Like how uh, uh, the Demir charm mm. from the second block was a trompe d'oeil. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even a, a discrete object. It was a, a negative space created by other things. Yeah. Uh, oh, and there you go. Uh, I, on updated Gruel Signet art. Uh, yeah. Oh, they've kept the flavor text, though, hmm. which is Gruel territorial markings need not be legible. The blood, snot, and muck used to smear them are unmistakably Gruel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Speaking of red, what about Pyromatics? It's uh, one in a red. It's an instant, and you can replicate it for one in a red, and it deals one damage to target creature or player. I mean, not exciting, but if you your opponent has a bunch of X1s and it's late game. Mm-hmm. You could kill people with this. Yeah. How, how does this compare to modern day instance? I think pretty okay. I, I mean, it's expensive and yeah. doesn't do a lot, but. What if it was just like replicate one red? Two broken? Yeah. Fireball, basically. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's some. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make it a mythic, maybe. Uh, Infiltrator's Mage Mark, two and a blue enchant creature. Creatures you control that are enchanted get get plus one plus one and can't be blocked except by creatures with defender. Add draw a card, and make the cost one and a blue, and maybe you'd see that today. Yeah, I mean, like this will affect all creatures that are enchanted mm-hmm. um oh yeah creatures you control that are enchanted yeah oh so Which, you just need to put multiple enchantments yeah you just include five or six of these <laughs> and then you're golden the, the artwork is kind of very like hanna-barbera yeah right like it's just sneaking past these guards do, do, but do, do, you're he's so close to the guards and is like I hope they don't see me. <laughs> um, our next card is Silhana Ledgewalker. Oh. It's a 1-1 one, one for 1 and a green. It says, uh, can't be blocked except by creatures with flying, and it can't be the target of spells or abilities your opponents control. Which I believe is early hexproof, I guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Unacceptable. Ah, uh, eh, still just a one-one. So gross. Let's see. Oh, our next card is Morning Thrall, but M O U R N I N G. Hmm. Like when? Yes. Oh, it is a pun. Yeah. Where indeed? Well, I guess. Well, no. Morn then. Morning Thrall would need. To... I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> Uh, uh, when, uh, whenever it deals damage, you gain that much life, which is great, except it's like a one, one for one and an Orzov mana. So, but it flies. Yeah. Is this templated differently than lifelink? Yeah. So you can, if you could give this lifelink, you would get two instances. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This is back when lifelink wasn't a thing and instead it's just a triggered ability. Right. Wow. So if you had like... I mean, not this card. You can't have multiple of this card kind of smooshed together. But mm -hmm. like Armadillo Cloak yeah. is like the classic example. If you just stack like four of them, you have like a trigger, like multiple mm. triggers mm. from it doing it. Also, was this the first time that we ever saw a Thrall in a place that wasn't linked to the Ebon Hand in Sarpedia? I Probably. so. Yeah, because like I used to love... I loved Fallen Empires. I'll talk mm -hmm. about this a bit later. But uh, seeing Thralls made me very happy on Ravnica. Mm. I was yet to encounter Sarpedian Thralls. And I was just like, neat. Uh, train of thought. Uh, one in a blue, draw a card. With replicate for one in a blue. Yeah. I like that quite this a lot. Is, yeah. that's, that still seems okay to me, I think. Yeah. It's a sorcery, so you can't like... Oh. End of turn it. But... Oh, that'd be so good if it was an instant, though. Yeah. Yeah, probably unreasonably good. Yeah. This card was pretty pop. Like, it was a part of a combo deck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, could would, you... You would just gain, like, infinite mana or near infinite mana. Hmm. Just a whole bunch and then cast those to draw your deck. Right. Well, yeah, because you could... Um... Wasn't there also a combo with... Is it Guild Mage in this and Splice onto Arcane in Standard? Yeah, is it Guild Mage with like a lava spike plus mm -hmm. a uh, uh, pyretic or not desperate ritual? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of goofy stuff you can do in Guild Pack with Wee. copying spells. Hmm. Ah, there you go. There's is it Guild Mage? Um, that's fun. Our next card is Restless Bones. Uh, it is a two and a black for a one one. Creature skeleton with root with art by Glenn Fabry that is awesome as heck. Like that's yeah. cool art. Yeah, it's like high contrast. That looks like something I would read on a light adventure novel for thirteen year olds or something like that. But it looks cool. Um, three and a black and tap. Target creature gains swamp walk until end of turn. And one and a black regenerate restless bones. That's... Jeez. So expensive. Yeah. Four mana and tap. To, and then two mana to regenerate your one one that you already paid three for. Mm. Five mana yeah. in and you get one you get two one ones. Yeah. And when they regenerate, they come and tapped, right? They like Well, yeah, they they, they tap, so tapped and removed from combat. Yeah. Or... You yeah. can't even block the next turn. Anyhow, Fencer's Mage Mark. <laughs> Two and a red. Enchant creature. Creatures that you control that are enchanted get plus one, plus one, and have first strike. Oh, so you can sort of build your own ridiculous situation. 
Yeah, so with the other mage mark, you could make them have first strike and can only be blocked by defenders, and then they each get plus two, plus two. Wow. Right? So. For six mana. <laughs> only six mana. Well, hey, here's a land. If you want to go that route, you could Ooh. play Nivix, Airy of the Firemind. Uh, tap, add one generic to your mana pool. Two blue, red. Remove the top card of your library from the game. Until your next turn, you may play that card if it's an instant or sorcery. I mean, I, I love this space for red card draw. Um, the, been, like the idea of burning the top card of your library. Yeah, like, and I mm -hmm. think nowadays this would be like, exile the top card of your library until your next turn, you may play it or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Like, this is a very conservative version of it. Um. But, you know, early early versions of things are interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, well, I think this 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 is an early version of this. It's just been around for a long time. It's Mortify. One white black. Destroy target creature or enchantment. A classic. classic. Elegant. Blow away those mage marks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean... Yeah. Like, you can yeah. conceive of a situation where, I suppose, an opponent in Limited has, like, three or four of them. Right. And then, yeah, you could, like, institute a slow collapse just by killing the creature. Just, like, slapping just or enchantment onto mm -hmm. a kill spell. It's just so nice. Yeah. You know? Maybe you use it, what, two times out of 100 or something? But when you use it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> having, having incidental uh, enchantment removal. It's very nice. Well, and like also, slapping a disenchant onto a terror. Yeah. Mm. And black typically has a lot of trouble with enchantments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It's one thing they can't do. Uh speaking of uh speaking of uh moving on with the podcast, I have nothing good. <laughs> uh, our last uncommon is martyred Rasulka. Oh yeah. Uh so that's one white for a one one. White sacrifice a creature, target creature can't attack this turn. Mm. So annoying. Mm. This whole cycle is the whole cycle of Rasalka. Yeah. Very annoying. I the black Rasalka was great. Plague, yeah. Yeah, Plague Rasalka yeah. still sees play. Yeah. Scor oh. Scorch Rasalka just ping to the dome. Mm -hmm. Canlander diehard card. Yeah. The uh the flavor text is pretty dark, honestly. <clears throat> Rakdos cultists hanged her for, should it be hung uh rakdos cultists hung her for spore to the township square her ghost now stands vigil of at what has become known as the tree of weeping so this is some world building here the art, the uh, art is also kind of just wild like he, children's card game yeah you just have you just have someone hanging from the gallows yeah well, i mean it's it's uh you know i remember scary stories to tell in the dark from when i was a kid yeah Kids, kids kind of love. Well, many kids kind of love ghost stories. Mm -hmm. This is a classic version. Yeah, I feel like the Rakdos have been toned down a little bit. Yeah, over the years. Yeah, they they turned into clowns, right? Well, the they're always kinda. they're always like circus, but this is more like sadist circus. Mm. Like I got the idea, maybe there's like some like it's like a very sexy place, and now it's more like light entertainment with blood, right? Yep. Like is how I read the new, which is fine. Maybe some of this is ideas that I'm trying to put out into the world. First, first three rows will get splattered. Yeah. yeah don't wear your contact lenses. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the schlup zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any... Splatter front. Yeah. Oh, that's much better. 
Um, oh, you know what our rare is? It's a stomping ground. Oh, oh. spicy. So yeah. that is quite spicy. Uh, that, if for those not familiar, that is the gruel um, um, uh, pain land, I guess. As stomping ground comes into play, you may pay two life. If you don't, stomping ground comes into play tapped instead. Shock land? What's the... Shock, yeah. Or, yeah. or bolt for two land. Yeah. 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 Uh, absolute classic. Also with the Rob Alexander art, who I believe did all the art for the first... Yeah, set of duels. People people lost their mind when they announced Ravnica again. Or, like the whole yeah, block, yeah. because like people were standing in that room and screaming and clapping. It, it was, was very intense. It was such a like when the when we first went to Ravnica, one of the ultimate mic drop moments of like Magic the Gathering, other than maybe like Emrakul or something, was just you. They showed off two cards. One of them was like Sky Knight Legionnaire which is just like a gold common mm -hmm. for them saying like, hey, look, a gold card. Again, mm -hmm. we're doing gold again. Uh, and then the second one was just Temple Garden. And people lost it. They couldn't believe it because it was the first time they had seen stuff like that since like original Dual Lands. Mm -hmm. It's wild. Well, not they didn't see that Temple Garden unless they were time travelers, <laughs> but that would have been even scarier. Oh, There yeah. we go. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I, one thing that I really like about Rob Alexander's art for this is that all of these places, which are quite clearly enormous, are set inside yet larger structures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, specifically, the um, uh, the the uh, Godless Shrine. I remember being this enormous cathedral mm -hmm. inside another, another building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another cathedral. Yeah. yeah. But really lovely art. Rob Alexander has a great eye for like light. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this just set the stage of what this plane feels like and looks like. And it's so different than previous planes that they have been to. Like Ravnica has a very, I love it because it's like, I, I like I, I like the idea of a more urban plane. I don't mm -hmm. know why. It resonates better with me. Uh, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of fun. Yeah, yeah and this was completely unique for magic at the time yeah right we had never seen anything like this like mercadia had very much like a here's a port town or like a mm -hmm. city kind of vibe but it did feel very open mm -hmm. like what you mentioned about the you know it being a build a massive structure inside a massive structure which mm -hmm. is then also inside uh, you know you know mm -hmm. like a, a, a cathedral like ward Right inside, and it just—it's like a matryoshka. Yeah, like well, like the the impression I always got from Mercadian masks was of like Venice mm -hmm. or Malta. Yeah. Um. Whereas this is almost science fiction in its scale. Yes. Like this is this is if if um blame was a fantasy. Yeah. Right. The, the an ecumenopolis is such a a fascinating idea to explore in a fantasy setting because that's something that you would typically only seen like very big science fiction yeah like a world city yeah to me this is like this is like the wizards of the coast version of ankh pork which is like this huge cosmopolitan but fantasy city which i know and i know ankh pork doesn't take up the whole disc world but it's very big mm -hmm. right that's kind of the thing you know for the disc world and it's like all of these little fun things i just also is like if i was a planeswalker i'd want to go someplace where i could get coffee yeah 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't want to go to Tarkir. It's just dragons flying around immolating people. Christ. Yeah. I mean, like, you know that they have air conditioning on Ravnica. Like absolutely. Elevators. Subways, like, yeah, like it's very canonically. Convenient. Very convenient to live on Ravnica. Yeah. I wonder how many planeswalkers move to Ravnica just for, you know. Centrality? Isn't <laughs> yeah. there something about Ravnica actually being the center of the multiverse or some kind of hub for the multiverse? I want to say that that was present in early design documents. Might not have been preserved. Well, I mean, we know that, like, early, we know that, you know, early guild architects were planeswalkers, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Azor. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he imported these ideas from somewhere else. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Anyhow, that's been world building with Wheeler, Cameron, and Kathleen. <laughs> Cameron, do you have a pack for us to crack? I do. <gasps> um, originally, I was going to look for a pack of Fallen Empires, which was my like big nostalgia hit, because that's kind of when I started playing Magic the Gathering. Actually, I started playing around Legends, but I think I got one pack of Legends and was able to get one pack of Antiquities, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, Clockwork Avian, my boy. Um, but then Fallen Empires came out, and I thought, oh, this is awesome. I can get as much of this as I want. <laughs> I'm kind of bored of it. Can I have something else? No? Okay. Um, but what I was able to get was Eldritch Moon, which is a set that I have loved in the last few years, and as a big fan of horror... This is one that made me felt seen because, again, this is kind of a step into a, um, an, uh, a, a mode of horror that doesn't usually play with fantasy a lot um, or mm. that you don't see in fantasy environments a lot where, well, at least in, in magic, we have seen a lot of like what would classify as gothic horror, a lot of ghost stories, things like werewolves, vampires, you know, sea monsters. Um, but Eldritch Moon dealt with something that is a bit more modernist. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. which I really enjoyed. And I know it's not to everyone's taste, but I liked seeing this interpretation of it in this game. You're in good company for, well, Eldritch Moon simping, because uh, yeah, <laughs> I love this set. Oh. Excuse me. Sorry, oh, yeah. I knocked my microphone arm for those of you listening on the podcast. My first card is Strange Augmentation. One, one black for an enchantment aura. Enchant creature, enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. Delirium, enchanted creature gets an additional plus two, plus two, as long as there are four more card types among cards in your graveyard. So Delirium was one of the mechanics in this set. Uh, first time we ever saw Delirium, and it encouraged self-mill and other modes of getting things into your uh, bin. That's very good, Cameron. Thank you for explaining what that meant. I think you hit it pretty yeah. well. Yeah. That's like, uh, if you can put this on uh, a creature and then, like, put that creature in front of a freight train, suddenly you've got two things in your bin. If you've um, uh, cast a instant or sorcery, that's in your bin as well. Mm -hmm. If you've sacrificed, uh, I forget, like, the Traveler's Amulet equivalent here, getting an artifact in your bin. Yeah. Or yeah. sacrificing an artifact creature to make mana, which I think was in here as well. There's two. Yeah. Uh, cracking and Evolving Wilds. Yeah, Evolving Wilds was like the reliable, one of the, you had to get in Evolving Wilds if you wanted to turn on Delirium. Del mm -hmm. Yeah, Delirium is like, it's a graveyard mechanic that actually works. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, Threshold was like. Too oh, hard. Oh, we'll get to why Threshold's bad. <laughs> Don't you worry. But it's like, 
it's a graveyard mechanic that if you're focused on filling up your graveyard and getting delirium, then like you will get delirium quicker. Mm-hmm. But then also just like playing magic, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that's some of the best mechanics are the ones that are like, well, you played magic, you cast spells mm-hmm. and did things, took game actions, things died. Great. Yeah. Yep. Here's a bonus. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like um, uh, uh, ascended in Ixalan. Yeah. Right. Like getting the blessing of the city. Yeah. Having ten permanents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I what I liked about this is actually like you said it wasn't actually that hard to turn on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just had to do like a minimal amount of planning around it that you're probably going to do anyhow. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it was rewarding and kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of all we want from Magic the Gathering. My next card is Backwood Survivalist. For three and a green, you get Human Warriors. For three, they also have Delirium. Um, they get plus one, plus one, and Trample when you turn on Delirium. Mm. At common, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. I like the flavor text. Paranoia has driven some Kessig communities to hunt down anything and anyone that travels through their woods. And Delirium is sort of like, you know, as Emrakul's influence chips away and, you know, destroys things and Innistrad people are getting more and more loopy yeah, I think like yeah. works well from like a marrying the narrative to the mechanic kind absolutely of. yeah it's a big flavor win right as because it does reflect um things being destroyed or dying or experiencing the horror of the set mm-hmm. right you know what does it mean when things go to the graveyard well things have been destroyed um and as that advances then people become more aggressive and the magic becomes more powerful yeah even if you, the card, or like the the unit, whatever, is not the one being destroyed. Mm-hmm. If your entire world around you is crumbling and decaying and adding to that graveyard, it's going to get to you mentally. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's yeah. Gonna, yeah. It's going to get to you, and then you'll get more irrational or aggressive. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, we joked a lot about how uh, Innistrad was a place where em- Emrakul could show up and people would be like, huh. Get the medium axe, yeah. right? But, you know, it's it's clearly having an effect on people. Mm-hmm. That Even in spite of all the horror that the citizens of Innistrad are used to, this is still remarkable. Um, next, next card, Wolfkin Bond. Four and a green for an aura. Enchant creature. When Wolfkin Bond enters the battlefield, put a plus, or put a 2-2 two, two green wolf creature token onto the battlefield. Enchanted creature gets plus 2, plus 2. So this is a good card. It worked. Um, it... I mean, there were there were there were wolf synergies um, in this set, and uh, this felt a lot like well, the one from Ravnica where you got a white knight mm, mm. in 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 white with a similar effect. But I think it gave you vigilance as yeah. well. Yeah. Next up, we have Skurzdag Supplicant. For two and a black, you get a human cleric who is a two-three. Uh, for black, tap and discard a card. Each player loses two life. So this fuels delirium. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a hum- or you get a creature into your graveyard. You get probably something else into your graveyard that might be more difficult to get into there, like a basic land. Um, and then you drain your opponent. So what you can do is put this in front of a freight train again, right? Um, yeah. Or I mean, this wasn't an exciting way of of fueling this 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 archetype, but it did have a job that it could conceivably do this art goes hard yeah Yeah. i've never seen the art on this card like blown up damn yeah like the uh the tentacles outside the cathedral windows yeah the the supplicant itself 
herself raising a knife. Look at, um, the, look at those cloth physics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. And the shadow across her dress, mm-hmm. right? Something is casting light. Like, we, you do see a light source behind her, but there's something brighter in front of her that is casting her shadow mm-hmm. um, backwards. Wow. Cool. Yeah, it implies a lot. It's good. Next up, prophetic ravings. For red, you get an aura. Enchanted creature has, the, has haste and tap, discard a card, draw a card. Another way of fueling delirium um, turns you into a, what was it, manic preacher? Mad prophet. Mad prophet. Manic, pre- manic street preacher was a band. Um, I don't know if I ever played this card. Yeah. Yeah. Now, mad prophet's a good card. Yeah. yeah. The OG from Avacyn Restored. There's no heron in the moon. The voice like whispering thunder. Oh, that's And the flavor text for prophetic ravings references that. Keep your herons and shrews. You will find nothing in the moon, for the moon is a lie. It has told me so. Oh, that's good. Call back that classic flavor text. Mm -hmm. Yep. Next up, we have Thraben Standard Bearer. For white, you get a 1-1 human soldier. One and a white, tap, discard a card. Put a 1-1 one, one white human soldier creature token onto the battlefield. This reminds me a bit of, um, uh, what were they called? From Mercadian Masks, actually. Uh, spell slingers. Or spell shapers. Spell shapers yeah. that would turn any card into their effect. Um, yeah. Again, a bit of synergy. It's not super exciting, but it did something. Fuels delirium. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we've we've talked. It's like delirium. It was pretty easy to turn on, and yeah, we enjoyed it. And then, like literally every single card we've looked at practically <laughs> has given you some payoff for delirium, or has allowed you to to put cards in your bin. Yeah, I kind of forgot how much of this set was putting things friendly. in the bin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in in the previous set, um, uh, 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 shadows over shadows over Nisrat. You also had madness. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Exultant Cultist. Two and a blue for a 2-2 human wizard. When Exultant Cultist dies, draw a card. Oh, yeah. That's Speaking of things card. that you throw in front of a freight train. Yep. <laughs> right? Yeah, I love that it, it is when it dies, not when it is sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Like, the, these always go back and forth a bit. Like, when, this, when you sacrifice this card, get this effect, or, you know, the better version when it dies. Mm-hmm. Um, amid the gibbering chaos that roll, rose from the Drownyard Temple, Jace recognized a single word, Emrakul. Because this is where we also got the verbal tick that was going around in Estrad, um, mm-hmm. like, a vi- like a meme, mm-hmm. basically, that people would... Uh, I forget what the syllables they were adding to words were, but it showed up in a lot of the flavor text. It was kind of like a pig Latin thing. Yeah. But it was Emrakul's influence. Right. I like that this is a 2-2, so it can trade off. Yep. Uh, borrowed Hostility. Red. Instant. Escalate 3. Uh, pay this cost for each mode chosen beyond the first. So, kicker, kind of. Um, choose one or both. Target creature gets plus 3 plus 0 oh until end of turn. Target creature gains first strike until end of turn. Okay, so for four, you can give it plus three, plus zero, oh, and first strike until end of yep. turn. Or affect two creatures. That looks like David Tennant in the art. Ooh, yeah. 
Yeah, different hair, but yeah, it's got the 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 brow and nose. Yeah. There there's a cycle of cards with Escalade at rare that are mm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have three modes. Yes. And so the like choosing all the different modes, like this formatting makes more sense when you have three or more. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just entwine. Yes. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Just this like, exists. The black rare card was quite good. Um, because it was discard a card. Collect a brutality. Yeah, collect oh, brutality. Yeah. Could do a whole episode on just how good of a card collect a brutality is. Perfect magic card. Hmm. Uh, we are into our uncommon. Oh. Yeah, collect Sorry, brutality. I thought, I thought it popped up and I was like, is that your rare? <laughs> I'm Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyhow. Yeah, you're perfect, Kathleen. Mm. Um, Geist Fueled Scarecrow is our first uncommon. For four generic mana, you get a 4-4 Scarecrow. Creature spells you cast cost one generic more to cast. Hot dog. What? <laughs> well, in its defense, this is still kind of in the era of, like, you don't just get an on-rate artifact creature that mm-hmm. any deck can play. Like, it was big news that we got a grizzly bear in red. Yeah. But also in a set with uh, artifacts. Well, sorry. With delirium. Now I, right. Yeah. yeah that, delirium. Yeah, it's going to make that, it easier. That artifact creature is like that. Suddenly that knocks you over the edge, right? Mm-hmm. Also, I do want to point out, look at look at this flavor text. It'll keep the crows away. Works on neighbors too. That's old Rutstein, oh. who gets a card in the most recent Innistrad block. I yeah. love it when yeah. they take old flavor text attributions and they're like, why don't we make this legendary yeah, make creature this? this? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, which paid off after like... 30 years with as as more nomadic a day as Tinekildakar. Yeah, exactly. Right? And her underworld cookbook. Mm-hmm. Her name as, is my name too. Yeah. From 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 uh what was it? Basalt's gargoyle? Yeah. 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 Next up, Fortune's Favor. Three in a blue instant. Target opponent looks at the top four cards of your library and separates them into a face down pile and a face up pile. Put one pile into your hand and the other into your graveyard. Well, I'll take the good card. They sure do like not good factor fiction. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Factor fiction was a good card. This too, is not too good, in fact. Yeah. yeah. So they've been trying to figure out how to make it just good enough. Yeah. Yeah. People like factor fictions like this. And I mm-hmm. think when it's not as public you know when it's not like here are five cards let me see you screw up mm-hmm. like if you're not doing that instead there's like a you know a bit of a gamble where you're like oh i get to hide these cards and haha i got you yeah got it. like that's at least kind of fun um i feel that somehow at instant this feels worse because <laughs> i would want to cast this to dig for an answer yeah and then your opponent gets to choose whether you know if the answer is there or not. It's good for delirium. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Moving on. Uh- <laughs> Our final uncommon, Advanced Stitchwing. Three blue-blue. You get a zombie horror who is a 3-4. They have flying. For two and a blue, discard two cards. Return Advanced Stitchwing from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. Um, many of the blue zombies in these sets require you to exile creature cards or cards from your graveyard to cast them, mm-hmm. but you get um, kind of a better rate on them. So if you can 
pitch this early to a different effect, you can use it to craft your graveyard in order to support the archetype, I think is the intention with this card. Um, otherwise, it's kind of like uh, from Arabian Nights, the good djinn. Yeah. Uh, oh, Serendip? Yeah, Serendip Afrit. Um, like, hey, it's a flying 3-4 yeah. in blue. Yeah. Or five? You should be happy. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> What are you complaining about? <laughs> what are you compl quit complaining? Yeah. <laughs> and then finally. What do you mean White's got a 5-5? Five five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our rare is Splendid Reclamation. For three and a green sorcery, return all land cards from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. People love this card. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this must transform... Uh, yeah, uh, commander games, right? Yeah. You float all your mana, cast Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> they love the idea of just like, oh, how many lands am I going to get back? Like, oh, what, what, if, imagine all the cool landfall triggers I'd have. Yep. It's just, it gives people to play towards like a goal mm -hmm. of fill the graveyard. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of, Play in a limited environment, no. which is where I kind of played a lot of this. Um, wait, 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 not a lot of play in a limited environment. Mm -hmm. Pause. Which is where you played a lot of this? No, I played played a lot. That's where. Oh, sorry. I mean, Eldritch that's Moon. why I loved Eldritch Moon yes, was that yes. its limited environment. I thought was really cool okay. with you, effects like emerge. I thought you were just owning up to. I thought you were owning up to a lot of like pack one, pick one, splendid. Oh, splendid wreck! Uh -huh. I'll take the rare, please. I'll make it work. Get rid of all these emerge creatures. Get those out of the way. Yeah. Oh man, I loved emerge so much. So good. What a cool mechanic! I wish we had some in this pack. Oh, wait, I forgot. One more pack, one more card, because this is Innistrad. There's always a double face card in the pack. Oh, right. Extricator of Sin. Oh, yeah. For two and a white, at Uncommon, you get an O3 human cleric. When Extricator of Sin enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice another permanent. If you do, put a 3-2 colorless Eldrazi horror creature token onto the battlefield. Delirium. At the beginning of your upkeep, if there are four more card types among cards in your graveyard, transform Extricator of Sin into... It transforms into Extricator of Flesh. <laughs> Eldrazi you control have vigilance. Loaded words. Two and a... T two, tap, sacrifice a non-Eldrazi creature. Put a 3-2 colorless Eldrazi horror creature token onto the battlefield. <gasps> so, it... Sack a soldier token, God, turn it so into a 3-2. Cool. Yeah, turn your entire board into 3-2 Eldrazi. Yeah. Put also, it says that it's just you sack another permanent. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not a creature. Yep. Yeah. Gets turn, a, turn a basic into mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Eldrazi. Gets a closer delirium. Yep. Helps you if you're flooding. Transforms into this. Yep. This card's so cool. I, I would first pick this. Me too. Cameron, if I may. If you may. I you believe may. you missed a common in your pack. Did I? I believe there's a Sigardian priest that uh, right Oh, I, I flipped right past. I'm sorry, everyone. Sigardian priest. For one white, one in a white, you get a one-two human cleric. For one mana, tap. Tap target non-human creature. The white lockdown strategy. Very interestingly, this is one generic mana, not one white mana. 
to activate her ability. I only bring it up because from the original Innistrad, there's mm-hmm. uh, Avacyn's priest. Yes. Yep. And then this is a Sigardian Sigur- priest. Yeah. Yep. And then there's a. I think there was a. Well, there's Gavany Trapper. I thought there was another priest from. From uh, the latest. Avacyn's pilgrim. Maybe got a different version. Pilgrim's the the the, the dork. Yeah, the mana dork. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about the tappers because there's like a yeah. like in 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 Innistrad sets there's some sort of white tapper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's always a white tapper in Innistrad. I think it's Gavany Trapper, or mm. a, yeah, Avacyn's priest, a Sigardian priest, because Avacyn. Well, yeah. When, yeah. Uh, I mean, like ha- we, we reformed the church. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. Avacynian. Really. Right. I don't think I've ever called that card by its proper name. Huh. Ah. Uh. Well, there you go then. Um, I also like her flavor text, which is, many whose faith was destroyed by the Av- by Avacyn turned to the only angel who remained true to humanity. It says what the card does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I wonder so if it's the I, same person. Uh, well, she's got the same hat, kind of. <laughs> same shoulder pads. Yeah. It's uh, probably the same person. Yeah, but instead of the collar of Avacyn, the symbol of Avacyn's church, she is carrying a heron scythe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, she's upgraded, I feel. Yeah. Huh. Um, I mean, you have to have the domain weapon yeah. for your god. Exactly. Right? But I think I'm definitely taking the Extricator of Sin. Such a cool card. It's a good card. Also great art by Craig T. Spearing. Mm-hmm. I have a pack of magic cards. Ooh, let's open your pack of magic cards now. So, uh, I technically started with Torment, mm-hmm. the second uh, set of the cycle, but I did open quite a bit of Odyssey <gasps> block packs, which Odyssey is also a graveyard themed set. Right. But this is the wrong way to do it with a lot of stuff. Uh huh. Threshold, not exactly the, I mean, very nostalgic. Uh, Threshold for those who are unfamiliar with the mechanic is you have to have seven cards in your graveyard. Seven or more cards in your graveyard. That's a lot. Yep. <laughs> yep. And uh, so much. All the ways that you put cards in your graveyard in this set are, you know, less fun. <laughs> Sacrificing your lands, mm-hmm. discarding your entire hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this. Uh, I. The, I mean, this block got me into magic. Uh, so thank you to Josh. Right. This was also the first set after Invasion Block. Mm-hmm. There had been a time skip, hadn't there? Because yes. after the Phyrexian Invasion, Dominaria had uh, been in need of reupholstering, I feel. Yeah. So This was on, oh, I mean, is Otaria? I'm going to embarrass myself on camera. This is on Otaria, but I don't remember if Otaria is actually just a part of Dominaria or if Otaria is its own thing because this this was the one that introduced the keld well not introduced but like where we spent a lot of time with keldons well right keldons are from dominaria yeah uh there are not kel there are barbarians okay in here there's a different there's a lot oh, like a, okay. a, a theme of nomads barbarians um the cabal right well, cephalids are in here this is it's kind of weird hmm. uh Here's a great example of how to try and get Threshold. The first card is called Timberland Ruins, Mm -hmm. uh, which is me when I wear my Tims out in the snow. Hey! Hey, It's a land that comes into play tap. You tap it to add a green, and you can tap and sack it to add one mana of any color to your mana pool. There are five of these. 
Mm. One for each color. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I weigh in? Yeah, please. Uh, Otaria is a long and thin continent running north-south on Dominaria, oh. east of Jamura, south of Sheev, and west of Terrasier. That's the primary location for the Odyssey and onslaught blocks, yeah. uh, because they basically because they're sort of isolated. They got they sort of didn't get so beat up in the Phyrexian War, so it was the first place to recover. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why. And then they, they destroyed everything with you know Acroma and Phage and. And yeah. Corona and the yeah. slivers and <laughs> Oops lol. Whoops. Childhood memories. Uh the second card. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Crosan Avenger. Uh two and a green for a three one druid with trample. And it has threshold. So if you have several more cards in your graveyard, you can regenerate it for one and a green. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah. What a deal. For I mean, a 3-1. There's some commons. There's definitely an aura that you could slap onto this to make it bigger. And, like, you could combo with this card in limited. Sentence Desire. It's like a lure effect. Uh-huh. So it buffed it. You'd have to have Threshold as well, which is never happening in a green deck. But you can you can dream. Hmm. Um, where you just start crunching in, regenerating, and all their creatures have to block. And, oh, yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of shirtless men in this set, by the way. So get ready. Also, D. Alexander Gregory art. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, uh, uh, no, not factor fiction. Sorry, different card. Never mind. It's all good. Uh, Afflict. Two and a black for an instant. Target creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. Mm-hmm. Draw a card. Hey. Wow. Okay. 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 You I... could kill that three one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. My plan. All right. I cast Seton's Desire. In response, I afflict. Oh. Yeah. I would like to concede. Oh, yeah. Here's a real good one. Overeager Apprentice. Uh, two and a black for a one-two minion. Not the, you know, ooh, banana. <laughs> um, although I do believe canonically the minions technically helped out the Cabal Patriarch <laughs> get to his position of power. They do like helping bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, slow and steady may not always win the race, but at least it doesn't end up splattered on the walls. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's a three mana one, two. You can discard a card from your hand and sacrifice it to add three black mana to your mana pool. So this is kind of like Priest of Gix. Yeah. But yeah. You know, helps you get threshold online. Yeah, you could store it. Yeah. Just wait until you really need to get something out. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh. More shirtless men. Hmm. Now into, uh, this this is how we get you to threshold. Sacred rites. One white, it's an instant. Discard any number of cards from your hand. Creatures you control get plus zero plus one until end of turn for each card discarded this way. What Up. combat tricks? Yeah, yeah, not the best, but you know sometimes Jeez. you want a one with nothing in white. Yeah, yeah. This is another cycle. There's a bunch of bunch of cycles in here. Oh. I think the blue one was kind of interesting. I remember playing the blue rights card in a reanimator deck. Yeah, rights because of it, refusal. refusal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rights of refusal. Rights of initiation. The red one mm-hmm. actually quite good. 
That okay. one just kills you. It's it's basically the white one, except instead of buffing toughness, you buff power. Oh. And you discard them at random, uh-huh. but also they're dead. Yeah. yeah. There's you're, not going to be another turn. You're discarding cards until you're... Yeah. Until... yeah. yeah. I'm going to keep... And look how happy the guy... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited to cut into that skull. Uh, I, that's like just like from the pop, from the top up, you know that's just Kevin McDonald. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I need an altar of this card immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh! I hate that they cut it off. In Why the... would you crop that? Oh. Is this knife slightly bigger? Is that just a... I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's cropped in. Oh, okay. But yeah. I don't think the scale has changed. Right. Uh, this is a card that killed me a lot as a child. Mystic Zealot. Uh, three and a white for a 2-4 Nomad Mystic. Mystic Zealot gets plus one, plus one, has flying, if you have threshold. Oh. Yeah. Big uh, big nomadic theme right. for uh, white. This is a bit like, um, seems to have a role a bit like, uh, oh, from Amoncat. There was the one white creature that got plus one, plus one flying. If you had the set Gust, mechanic. Uh, Gust Walker? Gust Walker, the, yeah. uh, the exert one? Yeah, yeah. the exert yeah. one, yeah. yeah. All right, so you get a three, four with flying for four. Incredible. That's pretty good. That's a, that's yeah. a payoff. It's a little difficult to get to threshold in white, but if we're playing blue or black, maybe we could do it. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, the next card, Patriarch's Desire. Three and a black. It's an enchant creature, aura. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus two, minus two. Threshold. Enchanted creature gets an additional plus two, minus two. Wow. What? What's going on? Like, why? That's just Isn't like that a... just Augur Spree? Yeah. But with so much extra work. <laughs> yeah. But why is the Patriarch so jazzed about like a sick disembodied head? Everyone loves pondering their orb. Yeah, that's true, actually. Even Q. Wake up, babe. New <laughs> orb pondering just dropped. Yes, yes. Ooh. Thermal Blast is the next card. This should set the tone for removal in this set. Uh, four and a red for an instant. It deals three damage to target creature. Threshold, uh-huh. it deals five instead. Ooh. So the baseline for this card is uh, half of a lightning bolt <laughs> for five mana. Now, that's not necessarily a fair comparison, but mm. it could also be a uh, on-rate removal spell if you get threshold. Hmm. Oh, yeah. At least it's instant speed. Yeah, yeah. This is fine, yeah. like, as far as removal goes in the set. Mm. Uh, here we have a reprint, but I'm uh, a bit partial to this artwork. Scrivener. Oh, I love Scrivener. Four and a blue for a 2-2 two, two. townsfolk. <laughs> when it comes into play, you may return target instant from your graveyard to your hand. Instant. Just an instant. Just instant. This is an anarchist. We're not returning a sorcery. Mm -hmm. Just an instant. Oh, they change it to a human wizard. Why not just keep townsfolk? Yeah. This card doesn't even... Why does he need to be a wizard? He could just... This is a trade. The artwork doesn't really invoke townsfolk. 
I mean, I guess human wizard's appropriate. Yeah, petition to change this to citizen, because look, he's already got fish. Yeah. Yeah. He's floating <laughs> in a bubble. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that summon townsfolk. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> this guy looks like he is uh, the, the Urza's destiny art. This is destiny? That's Exodus. Ex With the bridge? With the bridge. Oh. Okay. I, this guy looks like he's working on his AO3 and is about to just get utterly owned by a tentacle. Yeah. This is the bad guy from Wacky Racers working <laughs> on a fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, refresh. Two and a green for an instant. Regenerate target creature. Draw a card. Uh-huh. And? That's it. Oh. Got some Nantuko artwork. That's about fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess if this was the other way around, you'd be like, I guess card. this is what card drawing green looks like. Mm-hmm. I've played worse. Hmm. And will continue to play worse. Speaking of worse. <laughs> a fledgling imp. Two a and flimp. A, a flimp, if you will. Uh, two and a black for a 2-2. Two, two. Imp. Pay a black and discard a card from your hand. Flimp gains flying until end of flurn. <laughs> no. Seems fine for a black card from this era, though. It's the skate zombies. Yeah, upside. Yeah. Imps aren't born knowing how to fly, just how to annoy. Same. Also, yes, I think that's true for all of us, really. Oh yeah. Now we're into the good stuff. The uncommons. The uncommons. It's everybody's favorite atog, lithotog. <gasps> Do you have to feed this one lands? Uh, yes. Because it's, yeah, this earth. Yeah. It's a one red and a green for a one, two, a tog. You sacrifice an artifact to give it plus one, plus one until end of turn. Or you sacrifice a land to give it plus one, plus one until end of turn. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. I mean, that's not... I... God. No blocks? Yeah. I mean, the second part, I guess... I don't know. It's really hard to pay any of these compliments when Psychotog exists. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like such a, the jump from the best card in the cycle to the second best card of that yeah, cycle. Yeah, significant. It's so huge. It's, it's a middle school uh, um, high jump competition level kind of drop. Yeah. 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 One kid is hitting like provincial records and the yeah. others are like, I just need a better than a B plus in this class. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I suppose like, Lithotog is better than just a Tog, which was two in a red and only had half the, the abilities. One in a red. One in a red? One in a red, plus two, huh. plus two. All right, A Tog, then. famously banned in Pauper. Huh. Yeah, but this cycle's uh, real poop. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. This card, however, this whole, this is how Benny Boy made his money back in the day. Roar of the Worm. Six in a green for a sorcery. With iconic Kev Walker art, you mm -hmm. create a 6-6 six, six green worm token. And then it has flashback for three and a green. The crowd goes wild. That's still good by today's standards, I feel. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, this card this card doesn't mess around. Get this into your graveyard off a of wild mongrel. Mm -hmm. Boom, 6-6 six, six on four. Oh, wild mongrel kicked so much butt. Back in the day, there was... Uh, these little statues, like tokens. Mm -hmm. I think they were 
Japanese, but they were like an official, right? Officially tied to the game of tokens from Odyssey Block, and one of them was a worm. Wild. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh, another banger. Zombify. Three and a black for a sorcery. Return target creature card from your graveyard to play. Full stop. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. iconic. Get yourself an Acroma. Get yourself a Rorix. Mm-hmm. Again, pretty big jump. We go from reanimate to exhume to this, but you know what? That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> you sometimes you just gotta pay it. Yeah, just pay the rate. And then our rare. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got a good mm-hmm. one. Vampiric Dragon. Ooh. Six black and a red for a 5-5 flying vampire dragon. Whenever a creature dealt damage by Vampiric Dragon this turn is put into a graveyard, Mm -hmm. put a 1-1 counter on Vampiric Dragon. They wanted a red to ping something. Oh, so it's got... um, Sangir Vampire. Sangir Vampire's ability, Mm -hmm. but it can also finish something off on its own. Yeah. If it if it didn't swing through. I like how mischievous they make the dragon look. Like it does, yeah, it's very... I'm gonna oh. put you... And oh, and spits it spits a little fireball at you. It also doesn't specify combat damage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This, this thing, seems, I mean, unbeatable. this, yeah. This would make 14-year-old Cameron tilt out so hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this card is huge. The this, golf... Sorry, couldn't continue. Oh, I was just going to say, this is the kind of stuff that, like, kids would reanimate. They would cast Zombify on this. Mm-hmm. And people are like, you know a Chroma's better? And they're like, no. Like, this is a vampire and a dragon. Yeah. Like, are you new about? here? <laughs> yeah. 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 This is, like, the, the power golf and card quality between a card like this mm-hmm. and most of the other cards we looked at is just so high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is still just a big, dumb eight-drop yeah. dragon. Yep. But it inspires me. Yeah. I would follow this card. Mm. God, this card is so cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Odyssey. Yeah, and that, that was three packs cracked. So thank you so much. I hope that everybody else had a fun trip down memory lane as much as we did or learned about some cards they hadn't seen before as definitely I did. Um, and I want to say thank you so much to everybody who supports the podcast over at patreon.com and it, and, uh, at cardkingdom.com by saying, if you're buying singles, just say loading ready run sent me button, please let them know that you like, let them know that you like us. They'll send you a button that says Card Kingdom, a kingdom of cards. That's all the information I need to hit. Thank you so much. Until next time, I've been Kathleen. Joining me was Cameron and Wheeler. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here. This has been Tap Tap Concede. Bye, everybody. Bye.